Welcome to the Kiss Marketing Solution Podcast, where we're dedicated to bringing marketing and business knowledge that gets real results. This episode is brought to you by our free social media roadmap. Head to kissmarketing.com.au forward slash free to get your hands on this plus so much more. And now here's your host educator and marketing queen, Sonia McIntyre-Reed. Today, I have a special guest on the podcast, and I actually can't tell you who this guest is because I do need to protect his identity. So he has agreed to come on board. His voice has been disguised and talk to us about the dirty secrets behind the search engine optimization industry. So for those of you who think I'm speaking gibberish, I'm talking about whether or not you're being found on search engines like Google. So these agencies popped up what, in the 90s um, and have, you know, there's a lot of agencies out there that have built really, really big businesses off the back of this service. My concern with this industry nowadays, though, is that people aren't keeping up and they're using quite old methods of SEO and ripping clients off. So to talk to me about that today is my special guest. Welcome. Thank you for having me, Sonia. So you have been part of hashtag agency life for years now, and a lot of those agencies that you've been a part of have actually been SEO specialists, right? What are some of the worst things that you've come across when it comes to these SEO agencies? So SEO agencies are renowned for having some black hat tactics and probably some of the worst things that I've seen from these agencies have been uh, little to no work done whatsoever on some of the months. Um, so clients are paying for a monthly retainer and we, or the agencies that I've been a part of have done pretty much no work during that time. But you know, we still reported on the metrics, still talked about organic traffic, but in terms of implementation, nothing has actually been done. So, okay, you've used the word black hat. What does that mean? So we're just talking about some dodgy tactics. We're talking about um, buying links that aren't going to be beneficial to your business. We're talking about kind of cowboyish and old school ways of doing on-page and off-page SEO. And what that all accumulates to is no results, but taking money out of your pocket month to month. Yeah, so these agencies are charging a set retainer fee. They might lock you in for 12 months, but say beyond month three, they're actually not doing any work. So the first three months, what are they typically doing to your website? So most SEO agencies will claim that they're doing some on-page optimizations in month one. Um, They may very well say that they're getting access or they're setting up reporting. I've seen and I've worked for agencies that have taken a month to set up a campaign, whereas any competent um, SEO agency would be able to set that up in a week to two weeks. So I have seen agencies that have taken a month just to get the campaign even to a point where they can start. But normally you're looking at on-page optimizations and then you're moving into off-page authority, which is reliant on backlinks, and then you're also doing content. So Although within the first three months, you should get all of those. There are some agencies that will only focus on maybe like an on-page audit, or there are some agencies that won't do anything at all, and they will just continue to charge you for those services. Okay, so explain what backlinks are to me. 
Sure. So backlinks are different referring domains that are sending authority to your website. So an example would be um, Kim Kardashian, obviously quite popular. If she was to put an Instagram post up about your business, you would gain popularity from that. That's the same deal with backlinks. So backlinks are authoritative websites referring to your website, which then gives your website popularity or authority based off that. So basically, Google will rank your website, or this is a contributing factor, will rank your website based on how important other people that are important think you are. Absolutely. That's correct. Interesting. Okay. So part of SEO for some sort of contracts is that they do this backlink rental service, right? So they rent a spot on other people's websites that then link back to your website, which theoretically should then push up your site in the search rankings because more people are linking back to you, correct? Correct. So... Okay, I have heard this rumor that beyond sort of month three after they've done on-site optimization of your website, if they're not doing content, essentially they're just sitting there having these backlinks just be rented out each month, right? So they're not physically doing any work. They're paying a rental service for these backlinks. And then if you decide to leave the agency, they pull those links and your rankings then drop again. Is there any truth to this? Uh, yeah, that's completely true. So from my experience, there are agencies that will rent links. Uh, at the end of the day, links are, I guess, pieces of text from other websites. You don't necessarily have full control over that. There are also other tactics for getting public links, which um, you basically have next to no control over. And then as a client, you could potentially be paying for those links to be built or to be outsourced for you. And then I have experience within agencies I work for that once you leave um, the said agency or you stop your retainer, they will advise you that your links will be pulled or they'll be taken off. And therefore you drop uh, a significant amount of authority. But what's probably the next level is that I've seen agencies then use that as a tactic to come back to you three months later when your organic traffic has dropped due to those said links dropping and then using scare tactics to get you to come back on and pay again for another extended period of time. Oh, that's so dodgy, isn't it? So do you think SEO is something that you can do once in terms of optimization on site and get results, or do you really need these backlinks in an ongoing manner? It depends. I mean, SEO uh, can be perceived and can be manipulated in so many different ways. Uh, The proper way of doing SEO is that you would have an integrated campaign involving everything. So it needs to be quality content. It needs to be technical optimizations on the pages of the website. Um, And you do need authority, which can be built from links. But the best SEO campaigns are the ones that take six to 12 months, where you build that over a long period of time and you follow all of the um, best ethical ways of getting organic traffic. Um, Unfortunately, this industry has a lot of people that are prepared to give you guarantees in short periods of time, and therefore they use any tactic they possibly can to try and manipulate that. And on the flip side, it could actually do some harm to your business. So if you do SEO right, it could be a really worthwhile investment for your business, but for you to turn around and do like a once-off on-page with a little bit of link building and then hope for the best, uh, more chances are that it probably won't work for you and your business. Why is SEO as a service so expensive? 
Uh, but when you think about the costs involved in buying a backlink, so you're obviously buying that from somebody, you're also um, having to host that sometimes. Sometimes you have to build websites from scratch. Uh, it's very resource heavy. But I also think that, uh, again, talking about perception, it is an industry in which people don't understand a lot of. So for these technical SEO people um, quoting you and telling you that there's all these problems with your website, I think a lot of people that run businesses and have to get SEO probably don't know the technical analysis side of things, so they're just trusting uh, the the audit or trusting with their instinct of these SEO agencies so they can charge whatever they want. Mm, it's interesting. Okay, so you think that sometimes it is worth it doing SEO for a business and sometimes it's not. If someone is going to outsource their SEO, what type of things do they need to be looking for within their contracts or service agreement? So I think you need to um, I think you need to use your instincts a little bit better than most, and I think you need to do your research. So I think you need to make sure that you're not going with the first agency that you find on Google. Just because they rank on Google doesn't mean they're the best option. Um, I think what you need to do is you need to ask them what their strategy would be if you're getting somebody telling you that content doesn't work or they have a very strong opinion about backlinks being rubbish or whatever. You need to go as deep as you possibly can into that and identify what they're planning on doing for your strategy and for your campaign. And then you also need to go and get a few different options because if somebody's quoting you 7K and somebody's quoting you 2K for the same service, there's obviously something wrong there. So you need to identify what's going to work for you, what's going to work for your company's KPIs and how you're going to achieve your goals. And by doing as much research on as many businesses or freelancers or agencies as you can, you should be able to find a good solution. So the agency you're currently working for, do they do content as part of their SEO strategy? Yeah, we sure do. Great. Interesting. Okay. So if someone is tossing up between Google ads and SEO, what sort of strategy do you recommend they take when working out which option they're going to go with? Again, it probably comes back to the KPIs of your campaign. Um, If you are looking for quick wins, uh, ads is a lot more quick win related so you can definitely start an ads campaign you can get your learning reasonably quickly and then you're paying for those clicks to come through but seo done correctly has a much better conversion rate because it is very intent driven search so people are looking to do a certain service or a certain product and therefore the organic search will come through um, a lot better and it will be a lot more intent driven but you also need to have a look at what google is doing and google at the moment is incentivizing people to start spending money with their service. So as more ads appear, as more um, extensions on ad campaigns appear, there are more options to push uh, organic searches down the fold more, and this will continue to be a trend, and therefore paid has some really, really good benefits from um, a display aspect on their campaigns. But again, it just comes back to what your KPIs are as a business. Fantastic. All right. And what do you think about agencies promising page one results for all of your keywords? Um, Probably the biggest tip that I can give you is agencies that give you guarantees. There will always be um, something fishy going on in the back end. So I have worked for and I'm very familiar with some agencies that tell you that they will achieve 80% first page results um, for your keywords, but they'll give you 50 keywords, for example, 
and 45 of those will be keywords that have zero search volume. So they're achieving their goal, but they're actually giving you no uh, value on the other end, which won't actually lead to leads or to revenue. So you need to make sure that you identify what keywords they're going for, why they're doing that, and why their strategy is aiming for keywords with certain volume. Mm, I think that is a really interesting point that you bring up and it's a trend that I've seen amongst many podcast guests recently and that is beware of any agencies giving guarantees because there are no guarantees when it comes to any form of digital marketing. Correct. Amazing. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today and revealing some of the dirty secrets of the SEO industry. I definitely think that since it's something that a lot of people do not understand, that there's a lot of dodgy activity happening. So make sure you write, ask the right questions, make sure there's a backlink component, an onsite component, and also a content component, and double check your keywords that they're going to be ranking for, and also the search volume associated with those. Is there anything else that you would like to add in terms of that, those five key points? Um, all I can say is just watch yourself. It is a very, very difficult space to completely understand. If you don't understand it, try and find people uh, like yourself, Sonia, who might be able to share some light and might be able to point you in the right direction because just because your competitors are doing SEO or just because you've been told that you have to do it doesn't mean that it's the right option for you. Absolutely. Every single marketing strategy should be tailored to your business and the space that you're operating in. All right. Thanks again for your time. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to the Marketing Solutions Podcast with Sonia McIntyre-Reed. Don't forget to get your hands on our awesome freebies that will get you on your way to marketing success. Head to kissmarketing.com.au forward slash free.